You're listening to Wait On Purpose Podcast, the show for single women who want to overcome emotional discomfort with being single, understand the fear of being alone, and transform it to self-love while celebrating this season with joy, purpose, and passion. Each week, we'll explore topics on how to optimize your season of singleness and become who you want to attract. Now, here's your host, Tracy Noel, the introverted empath. Welcome back to another episode of Wait on Purpose. This is your girl, Tracy Noel. And you know, I created this podcast for women like us who are strategically optimizing our season of singleness. And we're using this time to not only heal and break soul ties, but to build our queendoms and to grow and to learn and become the best version of who we are. And not only that, but just to become who we want to attract. So thanks for joining me for another episode. So look, today I want to talk about something that I feel is important to women in general, whether you are single or married. And it's something that I really struggled with for a long time and didn't understand why things were just feeling stuck for me. And what I want to talk about is cleansing your aura or your energy field. And for those who don't know what aura really is, let's just say it's um, an energetic atmosphere that surrounds every living thing. It's a subtle form of matter or um, this vital force that radiates and lies at the base of all manifested life. So it's something like your energetic story because it's a accumulation right of your thoughts your ideas your beliefs intentions emotions feelings things of that nature it's also reflective of your physical emotional and spiritual health so when people say you know she has a beautiful aura then they're pretty much talking about someone's energetic story um, how they show up in the world um, their aura. So a person who is, let's say, healthy and self-confident and positive may tend to have a very bright light aura that other people can sense, even though they can't see it. And since we are in contact with so many different people and in so many different environments that carry these unique energies and frequencies, it's very important that we are aware how powerful and how necessary it is to cleanse our energy fields because you know, not everyone carries a positive or high frequency of vibration. So, um, especially if you are a healer or an empath like myself, or just very intuitive person that has a very super uh, sensory to other people's energies, um, it's extremely imperative that you cleanse your aura and your energy fields from negative energy on a regular basis. And energy is like one of those um those metaphysical terms i guess that a lot of people just don't really quite understand because um you can't see energy right um 
but it's real it's it's one of those things that you although you can't see it you can feel it um and it's very powerful i mean it's amazing it's really amazing how some of the most powerful things that affect us as divine expressions are things that we can't even touch or see and so to me everything is made of energy from the music we listen to to the food we eat to the words we speak Um, and so if you're not familiar with energy I would highly suggest you research and just see how it resonates with you right but I knew I was walking around with a damaged aura when I just kept attracting and manifesting negative situations, attracting negative people, these negative feelings and emotions in my life. And like I said, I felt very stuck. I felt like nothing was happening for me or my family. I had started to gain very negative thoughts about myself due to my situations. It started to um, determine how I viewed myself because I was attracting these negative situations and people in my life. Um, And I, you know, just things that would just cause me harm and... It was just so crazy. And once I started learning how important aura was, and for for first, what was it? um, I started to be intentional on not only cleansing it and being protective about it, but um, being intentional on who I hung around. And so um, I'm very intentional about, um, this is not coming from an arrogant way, but I'm overprotective about my energy point blank and I don't want everyone to have access to a part of me that is very um you know that is very sacred um but let me share a few uh, a few ways that your aura can become damaged um and why um and what happens when it does become damaged so a few ways that your aura can become damaged. Number one is that um, you have these emotions that have not been felt. You haven't acknowledged them or processed them and released them. So instead, you kind of sweep them under the rug and um, never deal with those emotions in a very healthy way. Um, another way is um, if you're under psychic attack by negative energy entities or spirits that can become stuck in your auras or your chakra centers now before we continue what are chakra centers um the word chakra um is from sanskrit and it translates to uh will or disc but it, it references a spiritual energy center within the human body, um, which there are seven along the spine and through the neck and to the crown of your head. Um, I will do a podcast on chakras because I think that they are extremely important as well. So please stay tuned for that. But going back into the ways that your aura can become damaged, um, your physical body is in a chemical or toxic environment, right? And toxic environment can be your workspace, you know, your workplace. You know, maybe you are in an office with a lot of people 
who are gossiping and complaining and you know just really messy <laughs> or um it can just be environmental pollution you know um a neighborhood where a lot of crime is happening and trash is everywhere and abandoned buildings like that is a toxic toxic environment as well um, something else is uh, when something triggers a past life memory or negative experience in your life or if you are around extremely negative people that disrupt your aura and interrupt the natural flow of energy around your body um, another way that your aura can become damaged um, is if, you know, the auras or the chakras or the um, your meridian system are out of sync with each other. And like I said before, we'll talk about chakras and the meridian system in another episode. But when they are out of sync with each other, your aura can become very damaged um, if you are overusing drugs and alcohol. Um, if you're not spending enough time connecting with nature, right? So you're around trees and flowing water, things of that nature. And um, also just you experience too much stress for too long of a time. You know, life is life. It has its ups and downs. There are going to be some stressful moments, things of that nature. But dealing with it on a regular basis and too long can cause your aura to become damaged. And so what can happen to you when your aura is damaged so much, right? Um, your normal flow of abundance, it's slowed or stopped, right? So the normal flow of abundance, whatever that is, abundance in money, abundance in um, friends and success and love and health, you know, all of those things um, can be in of abundance and when your aura is um, damaged you can stop that or slow that down um, you may have unexplained weight gain or weight loss um, you can experience physical problems or have like very unusual health problems or health issues um, and the damaged aura can include like fatigue exhaustion or injury or even just some major illnesses um, your attitude changes and you feel a lack of motivation when your aura is damaged um, you have these panic attacks or you become very hyperactive um, and, and one important thing is that your relationships become very difficult and out of, and out of balance um, very strained for the most part and these were some of the things that were happening in my life and I didn't know why um, and maybe you um, maybe some of those sound familiar to you now if you're anything like me then you know you may sage your home and you know your energy fields on a very regular basis and since there's always new energy being ushered in I also wanted to introduce to some and um, connect or remind others um, 
about the powerful effects of a spiritual bath. Now, there are so many ways that you can cleanse your aura, but the most, um, the one that I really resonate with a lot and with the most that I wanted to share is the the spiritual bath. Now, uh, this is something that I have become accustomed to and something that I highly recommend for those who are, like I said, very sensitive to energies and emotions of others. But also, if you're trying to go to another level spiritually, it's um, always um, great to perform spiritual baths it's also another way to connect to God in my in, in, in my you know in my life that's how I also connect to God um, and it's very spiritual spiritually um, powerful but it's also relaxing right um, so um, I want to go over how that how that looks um, but before I start, we know that um, it's also a great way to detox, right? And detox, detoxing is very important. Do you know that, um, um, what was I going to say? Like when you're taking vitamins and supplements or nutrients and herbs um, for your body and you feel like they're not working, right? Like, okay, this is supposed to be doing this. Why is not my hair growing? Why my nails ain't growing? You know, you're taking these hair and nail vitamins and wondering why they're not um, working. Um, and it can very well be because you have not detoxed your body first. So those nutrients and vitamins and herbs that you're taking can be more potent and do what it do baby okay because if you are filled with toxins and you're taking these nutrients and vitamins they may not do what they're supposed to do or work accordingly so one thing that is important is to detox it's very essential and um, spiritual baths can do just that as well so we take baths every day but a spiritual bath um, I like to do at least once or twice a month and it's usually around like a full moon or a new moon or something like that that's really up to you but I like to do mine at the beginning of a month because I feel like the first of the month is a great time to set new intentions it's a great time to cleanse away and release the energies and thought patterns and forms that just are no longer of service to your higher self and the greater good of those that you are meant to serve um in fact they never were right but it's a great time to release that doubt that doubt those insecurities that procrastination that pain or not feeling good enough and just start bringing in health good health wealth, abundance, prosperity, creative ideas, good people who love and care for you genuinely. So I want to go over some things that I like to use and that I actually uh, sell with my Divine Feminine Spiritual Kit, which you can purchase on my website. I will leave um, the link in the description. And some of the things I like to use um, for my spiritual bath may be different from um, everyone else. And one thing that I've learned is that you got to do what feels right for your spirit. Um, and so 
the one thing that um, I like to do is add is, you know, like I said, these few ingredients that I would go over for you. But number one, H2O, right? Water is a very powerful, powerful conduit of energy. We know that it heals, it cleanses, it, it purifies, it relaxes, and like a lot of energies and frequencies are at its highest when it's vibrating through water. And we know that the body is mostly made of water. So the main ingredient, the most natural ingredient is water. And it's actually the water that makes the other ingredients that I'm going to share with you more powerful and more potent, okay? So let's get started. Um, but before you do your spiritual bath, the first thing that you really want to do is uh, clear out any clutter, right? And cleanse and wipe down uh, your bathroom walls and your doors um, just to make sure that you are in an area that is very clean. Um, so no clothes or anything in a bathroom, empty the trash cans. Uh, and the reason why I suggest this is because we know that negative and evil entities really like to cling and attach itself to dirt and clutter. So um, the one thing you want to make sure to do is clean and clear the space that you're taking the bath in. And so I like to double cleanse by using warm sea salt water mixed with Florida water and just clean down my walls, especially around the bathtub. And I also like to smudge my bathroom and the bathtub with sage before I even take a bath, before I even start running the water, okay? Um, and actually, before I take a spiritual bath, I also take a shower first. And I use a dry brush to cleanse away any type of dry skin. And then I take a nice warm shower to clean myself up. There's a spiritual cleansing bath. It's not for you to clean up from the day, right? As a typical bath or shower does. Um, it's more so for you to cleanse your energy fields. So I like to be clean, make sure my hair is washed, all of that before I take a spiritual bath, right? Um... And so, you know, do all of that, start to um, make my, my bath water. I use first um, Epsom salt, uh, Dead Sea salt, Himalaya pink salt. Either one works or all of them works. Uh, just don't use table salt because table salt, that's not what, it's for it, it it can do more harm to your skin than help it um so i would stick with epsom salt um dead sea salt or him or or himalaya pink salt which all comes in my spiritual kit as well and you can get that from what walgreens epsom salt from walgreens or a grocery store or any type of health store in your area and some have like lavender or eucalyptic you Okay, eucalyptics, <laughs> I can't say that word, don't laugh at me, but they have it already um, mixed inside of the Epsom salt um, because it's a very relaxing um, essential oil to use during a bath, right? Um, and what else? Um, and like I said, that comes in the Divine Feminine Spiritual Kit. Um, I call it a deep meditation remedy that includes dry 
dry herbs, um, frankincense, myrrh, lavender, dad, sea salt, and a few other um, healing items. So uh, I like to add to my bath as well. But anyways, um, I also add like lavender or tea tree or you can use peppermint or lemon. It's really up to you as far as what essential oils that you are using. And um, you, you want to put a few drops of essential oil in your bath. You don't want to drown your bath with essential oil. Um, I also like to use a few capfuls of Florida water. Um, for those who don't know what Florida water is, it's like this mixture of water, alcohol, and uh, these citrus type of essential oils. Uh, it's something like holy water, and it does a very, very good job with cleansing um, just the way negative energies and entities. It's It's been in existence since the 1800s. They used to call it the most popular perfume in the world, and... Um, it was coined the Fountain of Youth, which um, which was in what located in Florida. So that's where the you know the name come from as far as Florida water. Um, and I know a few people um, that I know didn't know what it was until Beyonce introduced it to the world last year when she was promoting her sister's new album. Um, but it's just something I've been using for for many years. Like I said, I cleansed the walls with it and I added to my bath water, which brings it like a different type of energy to the bath. Um, and it has, like I said, a very, very beautiful smell. Then um, I have my crystals that I place around my bathtub because, as you know, crystals are from the earth and they have been here since the beginning of time. They house a lot of energy. Um, and the crystals you decide to use is up to you. You want to use specific crystals that attract and bring a specific energy that you want to usher in. Um, amethyst, clear quartz, um, and especially uh, black um, tourmaline and others too that protect you from evil entities and energies. So do your research and choose what speaks to you. Next, I like to light uh, a white candle. And look, this is what I do with my candles and with everything that I purchase or that I order online or just anywhere, such as my Yanni eggs, Florida water, candles, crystals, um, even the bulk items that I purchase for my spiritual kits is I always like to wipe it down and set positive intentions with these items because, of course, the people who made it or the people who handle it throughout um, the delivery process or before it gets to you, um, they all have different unique energies as well. So I like to use warm sea salt water, um, sometimes Florida water, and wipe down my candles and set my intentions, like say a prayer over it and ask God for protection. Um, and, you know, like I said, set my intentions on, on what I want to use it for, right? Um, so that's just something that I do. And um, those are pretty much all of the things that I add to my, like, yeah, like the dry, the dry herbs, whether they're, um, and that's up to you, what type of dry herbs you want to use, if you want to use any. Um, 
Now, when I add my ingredients, I like to do things in three. The number three has this energy of kindness and joy and creativity and, I don't know, imagination. And so it, it represents to me inspiration, creation, manifestation, growth. And it symbolizes the interconnectedness of your body, mind, and spirit. Um, and it's carefully aligned with the divine energy. The Bible teaches us the symbolic um, aspect of three through the Trinity. Uh, and so for each ingredient, I add them in threes. And I set three intentions. And whatever those intentions are for you, that's something that you choose, right? It can be um, to cleanse yourself and release yourself from energies, uh, thought patterns, beings, or beliefs in the spiritual and physical realm that no longer serve uh, your highest and greatest good. Or it can be, you know, to eliminate and transmute any energy that does not vibrate love and that and that does not vibrate God and the divine spirit. Um, and it's, so it's different for everyone. So just setting those intentions um, every time you put in an ingredient, put in an ingredient and your bathtub is something that I like to do, right? You don't have to do that. You can set your intentions before you get in the tub, during or after, right? It's your flow. Also, um, what you do while you're in the bathtub is very important. Sometimes I like to just sit in silence um, and just be still and just sit in silence. Listen to what my spirit, listen to what God is trying to tell me in that moment. Um, but then sometimes I also um, listen to music, right? Whether it's soothing meditation music um, or if it's just affirmations that I like to um, play in the background and repeat them because as you know, water is a very powerful conduit of energy and so just repeating those affirmations while sitting in the water has a more powerful and potent effect on what you are saying um but for the most most part just sitting in silence which is really good um because you know I believe prayer is when we talk to God, but I think meditation and being still and unplugging from the world sometimes gives us an opportunity for God to speak to us. And this world is crazy. It's busy. It's very distracting. And so sometimes just taking that time to just be still, unplugging from everything um, does miracles in your life. Um, so it's up to you what you do while you're in the bathtub but setting those intentions um, speaking visualizing things of that nature um, are very powerful during that time um, and I mean I use my my yani eggs while I'm in a bathtub during um, this cleansing bath and that's with any I do that during regular baths but um, yani eggs are not just for the sake of, of good sex right they are a very powerful way to treat your wound 
right? And so I've been using my Yanni X since I started practicing um, abstinence, right? So it's something that I like to do during, um, especially during my spiritual baths. Uh, there's this book that I highly recommend by uh, Queen Afua. It's called uh, Sacred Woman. Um, um, Awaken the Healer Within. It's it's important. This book, this book kind of reminds us how important it is to think about our health, especially as women, on a whole nother level. Um, and she shares some very ancient wisdom, like that ancient divine healing and wisdom. Um, so that we can be our most optimal selves and just connect with the healer um, within ourselves. So I'll leave the link in the description. Um, there's a journal that comes with it that you can um, that you can have or that you that that accompanies accompanies it, and it's about 84 days. So that's about what like three months. So look into it and see how it resonates with you. Um, again, it's by Queen Afua, and it's for women who are trying to heal um, on a whole different level. Um, because you know your yani is one of the most powerful things that we have as women. And it, 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 she houses a lot of energy. She gives life. Um, and so we have to heal and take care and love our yani if we don't do anything else. And I think God thought highly of women <laughs> to give us this power. Um, having like this, this gateway to life. Um, and even for those women who desire to have children but can't, your power is still in your womb and you still possess the power of the divine feminine. Whether you are able to give birth or not, you're still a powerful force. And so it's just very important to take care of that. We should be very adamant about taking care of that and healing our yarn as much as we can because it... Um, it's just a very powerful thing about us. And that entails not only cleaning it and, and loving on it, but being very intentional on what we allow inside of it, right? Or who <laughs> we allow inside of it is just as an important um, as well. So, um, yeah, that's a whole other podcast as well. <laughs> Yanni healing that would be a good one so uh, I learned about spiritual baths what about six or seven years ago for the first time uh, my older sister introduced it to me and she she actually suggested it um, but I think she was she she had me add like uh, apple apple cinnamon um, apple cider vinegar um, lemon and peppermint essential oils and Himalaya pink salt um, but I wasn't very intentional when I was taking it. Um, as she was telling me, it was more for preparing for my husband. And as time passed, and uh, he wasn't nowhere in sight, 
I start to become in a different type of headspace, um, become very conscious and aware of what it was, um, of who I was. And so I started to gain clarity on this and on myself and wanted to use spiritual baths not only to prepare for my husband, but also to um, cleanse my energy fields to cleanse my energy fields. I, I start learning how empathetic I was towards other people's energies. I was picking up on a lot of people's emotions around me, um, confusing them with my emotions and my energies. And so it became very draining, to say the least. And I became very introverted um, to protect myself from other people's energies and emotions. So doing a cleansing bath will allow me to still be out here in the world doing what I have to do right instead of being isolated or you know in the house all the time to protect myself cleansing my energy fields on a regular basis allow me to be able to um, kind of interact with people um, and still be able to know what energies or emotions were mine and what emotions that I were taking um, or feeling from someone else, if that makes sense. So I started doing spiritual baths to more so connect with God um, as well. And they are everything to me, right? Especially trying to go on another spiritual level and really release and become closer to yourself and become closer to God, I highly recommend taking spiritual baths at least once or twice a month or however much, however many, you know, times you want to take it is up to you. But the main thing is to set those intentions and be clear about what you're trying to cleanse or release or usher and attract in, um, right? That's the the main focus. Um, and just visualizing, um, asking for forgiveness, forgiving others um, during this time as well. And some things I like to do also is cry, right? Just sit with my feelings. Um, I think crying is a very natural and healing thing to do. It's a very healthy release and sometimes I can be crying over something sad uh, something that has made me angry or just something that I'm happy for like crying because I am happy that I am in a space now that I was never in before it's just a good feeling to know that you are progressing and growing um and, and, and manifesting things that you have been praying and manif and trying to manifest for so long. Um, and while I'm also in the bath, I like to just wash my crown with the water. I pour the water over my head. Um, and like I said, I set my intentions with my chakras. Um, and then when I get out, I would suggest that you don't dry off with a towel. Air dry, right? And then um, open the windows, um, especially if you're saging. And also um, set the attention that when you let the water out the drain, you also drain all the negative energies washed from your fields, right? Um, 
they those are also washing away right they are going down the drain so visualize that as well as you're letting the water out okay um and there are so uh, so many other ways to strengthen your aura um and i'll go over just a few of a few of them before i end this podcast but um one of them is like i said water of course um with, with the bath but also putting some purified water into a colored bottle or glass container uh, bluegrass is a great choice for the healing um, of your physical body and orange is for the emotional body and just leave it in the sun for a couple of hours to enhance the energy of the water right um healing affirmations for the aura doing daily affirmations such as I am surrounded by healing light or my aura and energetic body is in perfect balance, right? So you can define what affirmations are a perfect fit for you. Also using color, right? All thoughts, healing, feelings, and emotions can be enhanced by your clothing and what colors are in your environment. That's why I love wearing the color yellow. Um, it, it it makes me feel good, right? It's a very cheery, bright color to me. And so yellow, I wear my yellow onk earrings. And something that has come to my attention is when I shop for clothes, you know how you buy your earrings to match your clothes? No, when I buy clothes, it has to match these three earrings that I always wear. My yellow onks, my brown onks. <laughs> in my black so i like i i like love those earrings i I keep them in heavy rotation but yeah but just that color using color um also visualization right you can just sit quietly and imagine a very bright white light coming in through your crown chakra and going through your entire body right so just visualizing your divine perfect aura just are some ways that you can strengthen it right so what do you think right what are your experiences with spiritual baths what are your um, experiences with your aura I know a lot of people like to label um, this as witchcraft (laughs) and I say label it how you want to it's it's only opinions and I believe in the law of relevance um, as things only exist how you relate to them and for me I love to connect with ancient rituals and I like to read ancient um, texts and readings such as like I love reading the Bible I love uh, reading the Quran the Torah the Santana these these books have so much wisdom in them um, And I feel so many things, especially from my people's history, was distorted and kind of wiped away when we left the motherland. And so, so many things have been labeled evil that our ancestors practiced. And we have been indoctrinated, right, to believe that the most ancient practices that our ancestors did are not of God that everything before our trip to America should be disregarded and neglected. And I don't roll like that. I don't feel that way. Um, I 
think that we come from a people of very rich traditions, languages, and so why should they become absolute or obsolete and deemed as evil? I don't know. It's it's a little sad when you think about it. And also some of the things that we do now are just watered down watered down from our ancestors they've been watered down and just labeled differently i did a show um called uh, my connection with myra um so to go check that out but we were talking about religion and spirituality the similarities and the differences and we discovered a lot of things are pretty much the same in each discipline it's just labeled different and at the end of the day at the end of the day, with so many distractions and things that are intentionally ingrained in you, you have to do what ultimately resonates with your spirit, point blank. Uh, this is your life, and you have to live it on your own terms because your inner woman knows the truth without any outside distractions or influences. Um, your inner woman knows the truth and God, the divine spirit within you knows the truth. So God will, will reveal to you the truth in your language, in your unique language. And you have to be able to connect with that regardless what other people say or think about it, right? <laughs> okay, so I hope this was of value um, and help to those who were meant to hear it. And um, thanks again for joining me. So remember, love, you are single for a divine reason um, and a divine purpose. So strategically use this season to not only become who you want to attract, but to become the best version of yourself for yourself and for those who you were put on this earth to serve, inspire, and motivate. Until next time, love, peace, and light. My love. Love this episode on Wait on Purpose? Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's very much appreciated. Until next time.